Welcome to the Style and Vibes podcast with me, Michaela. I'll be giving you the inside scoop on music, fashion, culture, and more from Caribbean celebrities and tastemakers across the globe, pushing our culture with authenticity and, of course, style and vibes. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's another edition of the Style and Vibes podcast with yours truly, Michaela. I hope you guys are carrying on very well and just coping what I would like, to, coping with what I like to call the new normal. So today is just going to be me just checking in, sharing my thoughts, randomness, and just bringing some positive good vibes to you know our entire situation. It definitely has been a challenge to uh, stay motivated. Um, I have actually been really, really busy um, with my nine to five. So I haven't quite had as much time to dedicate to style and vibes, um, at least on a social media front. Definitely the podcast has been continuing. But if you are following me on social, you probably notice I've been a little absent. And that's really just because I have been working. So work has definitely been extremely busy, um, working really long hours into the evening, kind of coping with my daughter, making sure she's okay from a school front, and just really, you know, getting preparing myself mentally um, now that we're in a few weeks of what um, is this new normal of being at home. I don't know when it will return, but I'm kind of, you know, sitting tight and getting comfy to be completely honest. I don't know when this is going to end. I know everyone is really excited um, for when, you know, outdoor, you know, opens back up, but I don't think it's going to be the same. Um, I kind of talked about this with my good, good, good friend, Carrie Ann and um, Rachel Osborne on uh, the Carrie on Friends podcast. So make sure you check that out. We just talk about how we are adjusting our working entrepreneurship lives um, and how that's been such a challenge and how we're kind of coping with that. So if you get a chance, definitely check out that podcast. Um, I have the link to that episode in the show notes. I also got to participate in the Soka Mom virtual summit. It was an amazing experience. I haven't gone back to view um, all of the other panelists and, and she had a plethora, two days of extensive content with really great influencers and people in the Caribbean space. So Soka Mom is actually a Caribbean um, mom kind of lifestyle blog. Um, and she, I've known her for years and I'm always amazed at all the things that she does, sharing with her kids, et cetera, et cetera. So when she reached out to do the summit within a few days, I said, of course, you know, I would love to partake in anything that she's doing. She's definitely someone I consider, um, from a blogging perspective, just, um, someone that I've admired over the years. So anything she asks of me, I definitely um happy to participate. But it was such a fun conversation. We were talking about soca music, dancehall music, reggae music, and how artists are going to survive or our predictions of really what's happening now, evaluating what's happening now and um, diving into what we think will happen in the future. Um, so it's a great conversation. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, and that is also in the show notes. 
So before I get into um, all the crazy shenanigans that are happening, good things, good things, um, I definitely got to share what I'm styling on and vibing to. So styling on, honestly, from a perspective where I'm home, I'm just styling on what's in my closet and primarily loungewear, athleisure wear, as they like to say. Um, I'm getting dressed every morning. I'm making sure that I'm ready for the day, but I'm not getting as dressed up as I would for work, but definitely doing my hair, putting in my earrings, getting dressed. Those are things that kind of make me feel like I'm ready for the day, even though I'm just sitting in the house for the most part. I only leave to get a little bit of exercise or just going to the supermarket, which I have only done once a week for the last few weeks. So that's a whole other situation that takes, you know, a good amount of time and preparation. Um, so that's really what I've been kind of styling on. Now, vibes, there are enough, enough vibes. Everyone is still releasing music. Um, there's a lot happening, um, especially online, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But Leela IK's I Spy, uh, I just love anything that girl touches. It's like gold. Her voice is just golden. She has a really unique sound and the way that she carries her notes and it writes melodies. It just sounds so perfect. The song is actually produced by Izzy Beats. So Izzy Beats did um, Coffee's Toast. So you're definitely going to enjoy it. Please make sure you listen to it. I guarantee you, you're going to love it. Um, what I actually love it, it has an undertone of reggaeton, um, which traditionally hasn't um ha we haven't heard that in a while i think maybe charlie black's um party animal was kind of in that vein i've heard i've heard a few songs here and there um but something about it kind of really resonates with the sound and i i kind of like it because a lot of times when we talk about reggaeton and we talk about reggae they kind of feel like two different genres and i think this really melds melts very well together um along with um Lila's voice and it just sounds so melodic and her riffs and how she kind of carries on, on the rhythm itself is actually really really good so make sure you guys check that out Lila IK's I Spy so speaking of Lila IK she is part of Indignation um which is Protégé's collective um label and they actually just signed a major U.S. record deal through RCA Records. So I think that that's really, really dope, especially because we haven't seen a whole lot of movement between um, labels picking up reggae artists. Um, I think Coffee was the most recent, and she actually is um, going through the same label, RCA. Um, so I think that that's interesting. The first project off of their um, collaboration is really going to be Lila IK's um, EP, which is going to be called um, The Experience, and that is slated to be released in May, May 15th. So good things coming out of that. Big up to Protégé. I really love how he created this collective of amazingly talented women um, to just get together and vibe and really just push each other. Um, so for this um, actual signing, it includes um, Savannah, who's also amazing, as well as Leela and himself so I'm excited to see what happens with the label and the partnership and hopefully it just brings more good great 
good feeling music to the masses, which I'm all for. So if you have been um, on Instagram at all, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure by the time this even releases, you have heard about the whole Teddy Riley versus Babyface extravaganza i like to say that flopped um so really to give you a backstory um timbaland and swiss beats they went live on their instagram one evening and they were going hit for hit as we would say tune for tune like playing their own songs that they had produced and kind of sharing stories behind it um the series is called verses so i remember swiss doing this with um just blaze a few years ago if i'm not mistaken but it was like a live version and he had his dj set um and and they both had their own dj set and they were kind of going back and forth but that was kind of part of something else and it just happened to end up that way and i thought that that was really cool so now that everyone is home they're kind of bringing the verses to the masses so they've had um many fresh versus um scott storch Jonte Austin versus Neo, T Pain which versus Lil John, which was my personal favorite. And then they were supposed to do Babyface versus Teddy Riley. So it was originally scheduled for a few weeks ago. It got rescheduled to this past weekend. And my boy Teddy Riley wanted to bring out all the stops and it just techni- technologically never did our work. So he had a whole entire band. He had a DJ, a backup dancer, hype man. All the setup for the settings, but we couldn't hear the music. And Babyface was just in his studio, clean, clear. You know, it's just, you know, practicing social distances, as he was saying. But the real winners are the people who made up all the memes, videos, and comments. Oh my gosh. If you guys have not seen anything, just search on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, Teddy Riley versus Babyface, and you will see a plethora of memes, videos, just joking about the whole thing. Even within the live, there were so many hilarious com- comments about what was going on. We were trying to tell Teddy to just get rid of everything else and just go with the music. All he really needed was a speaker, his music, and the phone. So all the extra stuff wasn't really necessary, but I get he wanted to bring an, an entire experience to the thing. So somebody need for telling for Carl Carl Walsh fire because film set up with him song clash them was a whole lot better. And I think that's what Teddy was looking for. So I don't know. Management got to look at that. You know what I'm saying? They got to look at that. So I think that that was funny. So speaking of Walshy, I think it's really interesting that that kind of transitioned into this. Um, He's been keeping his clashes every week, and I I really enjoy it. And it's actually co-hosted by Mattia of um, Warrior Sound, um, who's based in Germany. So they're actually doing this um, collaboration. They're streaming it on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Facebook. Um, so it's almost like a clash of the different technologies right now because what's happening is, you know, everyone is using all of these technologies, which we've really had access to this whole time, but because we don't have the opportunity to create events that are in person, everyone is creating virtual events and 
of course that comes with testing all the different platforms. So I think what this time is really um, showing is that, you know, the internet itself is a utility and people are using it to the best way possible. Um, and they're kind of um, stretching the depths of which to use all the bandwidth. So I, I think that's going to continue as we start to see more, but I'm really enjoying all the different clashes. It just brings back, you know, that, that feeling and you can see the two DJs kind of going at it. Um, they also have technical difficulties. It wasn't as bad as Teddy Riley, um, situation, but it kind of worked through it. So sometimes you have video, sometimes you just have audio. Sometimes the audio isn't as clear or, you know, it's clear on their end, but what we're seeing is something totally different. So it's just something that people have to work out, but I'm looking forward to the next few, um, events that they're hosting. They're actually doing an eighties, nineties style of dub plate session. So that's just showcasing the dubs. Um, from different sounds that, that they'll have involved. I'm not sure of the specific details yet as they release them as it comes in, um, as well as a clash competition and, you know, kind of creating that experience online that you would get in an actual clash. I'm looking forward to actually seeing some dubs from some younger artists. So the, the trend that I'm seeing is a lot of, like, older tunes that have been dub plates for years that you kind of hear over and over. I've heard some of the same sounds play some of the same artists. And I think before that was okay because you only went to a sound clash every so often, but because it, it's live and it's virtual, I'd like to kind of hear a little bit, bit of mix up. The last one that we just had, I think they had um, was tech nine and I like what he did with, playing the newer artists on older rhythms, which um, were dubs anyway. So I, I think that that was creative. Um, people do it all the time, but um, I haven't caught all of the clashes to be honest. So maybe that has happened, but a lot of times the newer dubs get used in the earlier segments. And I think that those can actually be used because you know it's a totally different audience. These are younger people, like you have your hardcore song clash audiences, but then you have a lot of, lot, a lot of new people who are entering the space or they just kind of touch in the space. They're not like hardcore sound clash heads that know, you know, who clash who and I built more them time that like they, they don't watch all of those things. Or you have, you know, it, that whole dub step sound and like not everybody's into that that's listening and if they continue to grow the way that they are. There's definitely a space for that as well as including some newness. So I'm looking forward to the competition segment because I think that's where I'll see that. So speaking of Clash of the Titans, Beanie Man and Bone Tequila did a live concert on Digicel's um, Instagram. Of course, that didn't go as smooth, you know, the first, I think Beanie Man went first. So there were some technical issues with the sound. So the, the, and the visual. So a lot of times also, you know, if you're in the Caribbean and the weather is bad, sometimes you get, um, the, the internet connection isn't as great. So I think that's my, that might have been what was happening. Um, but we, I did get to see some clips from Beanie Man's own, um, Instagram. 
so you guys can check that out but i thought it was bounty killer zone was actually crystal clear no issues so it looked like they had sorted it out over time and it wasn't as delayed as some of the other um things that we've been seeing online but i thought that was good you know beanie and bounty is always forever gonna be a favorite and you know they weren't clashing but they were just performing and people always love their hits so Big up to Digicel for, for putting that, that together. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> and not, not only that, like if you were, if you were planning to be in Jamaica, um, Jamaica had its um, carnival weekend planned for this weekend. Um, so one of the bands, Jamaica, which is a road band where you would um, purchase your costumes through them. They have designers. Um, they created a virtual experience on Instagram. And what I loved is they, they created like a skin where it looked like it was a big truck on the Instagram live and the DJs were standing in the truck. So people are really getting creative. They're really going above and beyond to create content just to keep the masses engaged and you have to commend people for doing that because they really don't have to but it helps them it helps them and it helps us you know it helps them remain relevant and top of mind so when you know all of this changes the brands that really performed are the ones that people are going to gravitate towards too and i think a lot of people brands artists are really understanding that so you're just getting a lot of content sometimes it might be overwhelming but you can choose you can lock it off or you can tune in and it's really really up to you I think one of the most interesting things I've seen, my daughter uses TikTok. I don't use TikTok, but <laughs> during these quarantine times, Caribbean people have discovered TikTok. I'm not on the platform, but I've seen a lot of people, they do their TikTok and then they post the videos either on Instagram or on Twitter. Let me tell you, <laughs> hilarious, keeping me highly entertained. One of the um, challenges that I've been seeing is the Put Your Back In It, which is a song by DJ Flex featuring Denise Belfon, who, who is the whining queen herself. She is the ultimate in terms of having whining skills. And she even participated. So the song is really cute. And it's like, put your back in it, put your back in it. And it, like, you have to watch one of those videos. I'll link in the show notes so that you guys can see. But TikTok is really about a pro creating funny video snippets, vignettes, if you will, um, just having fun. And it's really just a pure play, a fun platform that I think a lot of people are just enjoying. And there's like voiceovers and different dance challenges. So to put your back in it challenge hashtag, if you want to follow and see some um, interesting videos, I think that that. Um, definitely has been taking the cake from it from a TikTok standpoint. I don't know where we're gonna be in a few months, but you know that's what I'm I've been tuning into. So, like I said, I think a lot of people are really um, trying to step their game up in terms of just entertaining. While you can't, you know, go with every single virtual event, and not to mention, I'm sure you have your own Zooms and Google Hangout with family members and text messages going it can all be overwhelming i'm on all of it so i totally get it um but i do have some of my own favorites so i love major hype major hype is definitely keeping it entertaining he's doing karaoke he's doing his own version of the clash 
um, series that he brings in people to talk to on commentary. It's it's just so entertaining. He uses his characters. Um, yesterday, he actually did a theme where he just played theme songs from old TV shows from the 60s, 70s, probably like 70s, 80s, and 90s. And then people were just guessing in the comments. So, like, you know, little fun things like that that make it make it interesting and interactive. Um, another person who I like what he's doing is um, Kevin Crown. So, Kevin Crown is actually based here in New York. He's one of my favorites. I've worked with Kevin um, a long time ago. Um, and I've just been watching his career blossom. And I, I think it's an amazing thing what he's doing. He's taking virtual bookings he's doing series he's going live every morning almost like creating his own radio show on instagram um and i think that that's really cool and it's branded he's also he's also done a class where he's talking about djing and and branding skills as a dj so i think you know he's taking the opportunity to just um become a, a bigger leader in the space if you will and he's really kind of showcasing his skills um using the tools he has and it's definitely pretty cool i'm also still tuned into d nice like i still kind of pop into his his saturday vibes um and sometimes on sunday um but i'm not staying extensively but i definitely found inspiration from the few weeks ago if you haven't read that article i put together um five things you know people can take away from um him just going live for however many fifty thousand hundred thousand people um online and just kind of taking those tidbits from that i'm also jamming to dj booth he's just been keeping me rocking um, and he really comes at it from like a, uh, R and B mix, um, R and B hip hop, kind of like all different platforms. And I cannot, cannot la last, but definitely not least, I cannot forget my boy Shatterproof. Um, he is my good, good friend. He DJ my wedding. He's been going live doing reggae classics. He did, we did a virtual birthday party. My sister and I actually have the same birthday, my older sister and I, and he played all nineties music, nineties dance, all nineties hip hop, nineties, everything. And we all dressed up and we participated. So those are the things that I'm kind of enjoying personally. So I want to hear from you. What are you guys enjoying? Who are you tuned into? Please tag me, send me a message on Instagram, send me an email, tweet, at me on Twitter, tag me on Facebook. Let me know, what are you guys doing? What should I be tuned into? Who should I check out? Those are kind of some of what I'm checking out, but I want to know what you guys are doing. So make sure you guys take it to social and get social with me, all right? So that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoy. And until next time, later, my peeps. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Style and Vibes podcast. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, share it with your friends and family. If you want more, make sure you visit styleandvibes.com and follow us on our social channels, Twitter and Instagram at Style and Vibes. Until next time, later, my peeps.